Welcome to Leading Behind the Scene. I'm your host, Gwendolyn Young, the go-to business and operations consultant for six-figure CEOs who are ready to greet their next level of growth. And I'm ready to share tools, strategies, and tips to help you excel in your business and your life. If you're a service-based entrepreneur, be sure to join me each Thursday. Find me on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And don't forget to follow the show on your favorite podcast player so you never miss an episode. And if you love the content, leave me a rate and review. Now let's get into today's episode. Hello, beautiful people. It's Gwendolyn from your virtual admin expert and welcome to Leading Behind the Scene, your weekly dose of inspiration to equip you to excel in business and life. So this month, we have been talking about building a business you love. And if you haven't noticed that, I have been talking to all my admin and operation bosses in the virtual space. And today I get to chat with my soul sister, Rachel. Yes. Rachel is the CEO of the Executive Ninja, an operations and virtual executive assistance agency where CEOs can outsource their essential responsibilities to a professional and focus on their ultimate revenue potential. With her love for systems and processes, she and her team are supporting other businesses by leveraging their time so that they can concentrate on their zone of genius while her team handles all the things required for the smooth and efficient operation of their business. Her ninjas will dot the I's, cross the T's, and assist your business as if they are right there in your office, kicking your to-dos into ta-da's. Yes. Yes. (laughs) So, Rachel. We met because we're in the same mastermind group. Yes. And we just kind of like instantly, instantly connected. I was like, oh, I found my new BFF. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Totally. I know. And I always like to believe like the people that I've crossed paths in my journey, whether that's like personal or business, they are meant to be there and either meant to be there for that season of life or maybe for the rest of my life, right? But either way, I appreciate like getting to know people and networking with them and creating those friendships and that bond because it just makes the journey more enjoyable, right? Especially in entrepreneurship. Oh, absolutely. I agree 100% hands down. There is no way you can make it through this journey as an entrepreneur in a silo. It's just yeah. <laughs> not gonna happen, not gonna happen. It gets lonely. (laughs) I know. Like my mom always says, nobody can be on their own little island. Like there's, Uh there's, you can't be in your own island in your own world because it just doesn't work that way. And so I'm super glad to be talking about not just building a business, but building a business that you love with other virtual support professionals, as our coach calls them, (laughs) um, (laughs) who work in the back end because. I think a lot of times virtual support professionals think that they have to compete, like they can't be in partnership or be connected to others, you know, in the same like industry or doing the same thing. And so I'm like super excited that I get to talk to all my girls in the admin space for like the Mm -hmm. next month or so. So what are your thoughts about that? So for me and what I've learned the very first year of my business, I've been in business for almost five years. March of this year is going to be my five-year mark and five is my lucky number. For me, what I've learned early on is collaboration over competition. 
you know, when you first start your journey and especially trying to get away from the employee mindset, because if you've been ever in corporate, it's all about competition, the company against the next company and going after that promotion. So it's really, it was really hard getting away from that mindset. And I realized the more you get to know people in the, in our industry, in our space, you see that collaboration over competition. People can preach it all they want, but when people actually put it to action, that's when you can visually see like, oh, it is possible. I wish I had that partner. I wish I had that relationship, right? Funny enough, I always tell people too, my DOO right now, she's my BFF and we've never met. (laughs) And so people are like always in awe that I have a best friend, you know, like her, you, other people in the space where I've never met in person, hope. Hopefully when COVID is over, I can and hug you guys like crazy. I know. Um, I'm so mad that we won't be on our retreat. Like that's later this year, latest this year. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah, I, I think we can totally collaborate. I don't think it always has to be a competition. I think it's just a matter of like the degree of it. Right. So yeah. if someone is the receiving end is tr- totally trying to compete with you and stealing all your stuff and copying you and your personality. Okay. Then it becomes like a weird competition and negativity and toxic space. Yeah. (laughs) Stay away from me. But then I see so many people in our space and it doesn't have to be even our virtual support pros, but even coaches and mentors, like they're collaborating all the time. And what I see out of that with, when it comes to collaboration, they're making bank, right? They grow a bigger audience that they're actually attracting and making bank. I'm going to totally preach making bank. It's not a bad thing at all. At all. I think people who are thinking it's competition and very toxic about it. I think that I always say to people, both business and personal, that you are where you are because you have that negative mentality. You're not going anywhere, right? Um, So that's my two cents about it. And I've collaborated with, like when I first started my business, I worked with other OBMs, other VAs. I actually worked for a VA agency and I learned so much and getting that hands-on experience made me go full throttle in my business. This past year, I actually earned my six-figure mark and in my business. And I don't think within a span of five years or less than five years, I would have done that at any other regular job, right? So yeah, thank you. Definitely always collaboration over competition. And there's just so much to learn from each other. Okay, so what led you to becoming an entrepreneur and CEO over all your ninjas? Because I know we both have a corporate background. Yes. So how did you get here? How did you end up being an entrepreneur with your own business? Oh, gosh. So I'm going to go a little blue and spiritual with you guys for a little bit. So ever since I was young, I knew I was made for more and do more. And everyone can say that, right? But there's just something about it that I could never explain. So, you know, you let just God lead you to that journey and you're just going to know, like, work hard and hopefully (laughs) you can be guided. You know, there's partially you can control, you know, and there's other things where it's out of your control. But I always think like, oh, that wasn't the path I was supposed to take. He's kind of plucking me up and say, you're supposed to be in this lane, (laughs) ma'am. But rewind a bit. I've always been in some sort of either customer service or admin work all my life. Um, I've been either in retail, like in stores. And after that, after I finished high school, it was admin work from there. I was either I'm an office clerk at law firms. I became a legal assistant at one point, administrative support for a much larger company that was where they had um, locations all over the globe. And I was even an EA to 
C-level employees, right? And that was always my passion. That was always what I was really good at. And I realized I was really good at it because I loved it. It filled my cup. It filled my soul. To realize that I was so good at it, but also the fact that, you know, being able to even recognize for it that Mm. no one could do it better than me, (laughs) right? In that environment. And so fast forward, my last corporate job, I was with them for eight years and I loved it. It was probably my longest job. I've never, ever been at a job for more than a year or two years. So I was really surprised at myself that I stuck around for eight years. And that was because one, there was good people, even though there was a lot of, you know, your typical corporate politics, what place doesn't, right? But it was ever changing and fast paced. And the fact that I was like, an EA slash administrative port for their whole company at their head office, it always filled my cup that it was always ever-changing and nothing was a dull day, right? And then I had been trying to have a little first baby miracle. It took us six years finally for that miracle to happen. So when it happened, um, I went back to work after my mat leave and I, as much as I love work, I was like, no, I waited all my life for this miracle. I Peace out, y'all. <laughs> I love you, but I love them more. Right. And so I put my two weeks notice in and at first I didn't quite know what I was going to do. I didn't realize the the VA world even existed until I read an article on Pinterest and realized what I was already currently doing because I was doing freelance work for a lawyer back at a different like province. I'm in Canada and I was doing it virtually. So I'm like, oh, I could actually become a contractor and do this multiple times. So that's how it, you know, my journey started. And I really dove deep into like the Facebook groups and really learning from other VAs actually how they made it work. And that's how I got started. That's awesome. And I swear every time we talk, I feel like we find even more similarities amongst (laughs) us because like I wasn't going to leave my corporate job either. Like it was super corporate cushy like I could do it with my eyes closed I absolutely loved what I did Mm -hmm. and like I never had a desire to do that and then it was like God was like "Mm, yep let me throw a wrench in that monkey wrench (laughs) because you have a different course to go so what do you think was a crucial factor as you started to really grow your business because you've been in this for a while what do you think was a key factor in going from just like building a business to really building a business that you love what was like that critical thing that you're like okay if I'm gonna do this it's gotta be something I absolutely love so one definitely after I got a taste of it was like I never want to go back to a nine to five (laughs) and being told what to do I need, I can follow rules. I can follow instructions, but there's a certain degree where it's like, no, I made to, I made to boss people around myself. (laughs) But the, I think what has made me like realize and, and growing my business is two things. One is mindset with a sprinkle of like faith and hope in there. And also the grit. And the reason why I find that that's my recipe in my growth, um, as I built it within such a short span of time is that the first year of my business, I literally threw a pity party. I think after three months in, which we joke about this now, we had a conversation about it. Three months in, I thought I was going to make bank and, and have a happy life and travel the world with, within three months after leaving my corporate job. Okay, like delusional much, but I was struggling to find um, finding my first client uh, and the very least even finding my ideal client. 
and I was about to give up. And I totally remember this. It was the week of my birthday that first year of my business. And my parents came to visit and I was watching a, I think it was a Facebook live, a business coach. And she was talking about mindset and mindset shifts. And what she was saying, it clicked and it made sense. So when I slowly start to like work on myself and make that mindset shift and the affirmations and and believing and praying within a month, I got my first ideal client. And then right three weeks later, I got another client. And then another two weeks later, I got another client to the point that that my first year of business, I actually needed to find help (laughs) to take on um, more clients. And then you know this too, and, and everyone who's an entrepreneur is it's a roller coaster up and down, or even what we had um, Nicole Miller Jackson actually tell us spiraling up, spiraling um, up, which we found. Yes. Yes. <laughs> spiraling down. Yeah. Growing pains is the grit. So building a business that you love. Yes, we love it. But at the end of the day, you have to remember it's still a business. It's still a job. So there are going to be a few things that will be a struggle and that yeah. you may not like doing, but ultimately you just have to have the grit to like, Pick, put your big girl panties on and keep going at it. You fail, pick yourself back up and keep going, right? And my opinion here, when COVID hit, everyone shifted to the virtual world and we had a lot more virtual support pros shifting into the world. And I think it was like a a shiny object syndrome, like, yeah, be a VA or a virtual support pro and boom, everything will just magically appear. Like, because it's the easy (laughs) thing to do. And I was like, okay. Yeah, yeah. To the club. It's I'm, simple I'm to start and do, but it's not easy. But it's not easy. Yeah. And yeah. and it did feel a little like everybody was like, oh, I'll just be a VA because they thought it was the easy thing to do. Like, no, like you said, simple to get started, but holler at me in a couple of months and see yeah. how that's working for you. If you thought right. it's going to be an easy thing. I know. Just do. Like. Yeah. And we joke all the time when we see the comments online and we're just like in our own little world, like cracking up, like, did you like, really? We saw the so, same thing. <laughs> yeah. Keep scrolling. Keep scrolling. Yes. <laughs> so what do you love most about your business? What I love about my business. So y'all know this and you guys already probably did for the month of January is what your, is your word for the year is mm. right. And yeah. every single year, yes, I will choose a word for that year, but it always includes impact. And when I first started my business and the struggle that I had to go through and during that time, two people were only just starting to not even the first year, maybe second year or third year in, that's when people start talking about authenticity and transparency. Right. And honestly, my first year of business, I was like digging, digging into the end of the other earth to like find answers that people didn't, weren't willing to share. And so, or even give me a chance, whether that be just another, you know, VA or BM or a client. And so what I wanted to do was not only create an impact for clients and helping build their business and also an impact for myself and my family, but also an impact for me to hire a team where I would give them the opportunity to learn and grow as well. And you understand this being as a mama, like why not leave your nine to five job and spend more time with your family? It's so funny. I actually had a conversation the other day. I was networking. And the conversation came up how I was ahead of the game, knowing that how valuable time freedom, not only financial freedom, but time freedom Freedom. and the importance of family is to us. Like 70% of the world realized that during COVID, I realized the way before that. (laughs) And so that was the opportunity and the impact I wanted to give other 
work at home slash stay at home moms is to have that time freedom with their kiddo, with their family, earn that extra cash to help out with their spouse if they were stay at home moms, because time is precious. And you know this, you got grown kids. Yes. Like, (laughs) where did the time go? My kid is six years old. And it's like, wow, like I started this business when he was two. And I thank God every day that I was able to actually see all his milestones every single year. And I wasn't stuck at a nine to five job missing out. Right. And that's, that's what it's about because I love the fact that my business was established by the time my grandson got here Mm -hmm. because now I've got things in place. I've got a team in place. And so I get to not have to work weekends so I can enjoy my time with him. I can Mm -hmm. end the day at a reasonable hour so I can chill out and watch movies or play with his thousand cars that he thinks he has to have or whatever the case may <laughs> yeah. be. Um, and for me, like it was so important to build a business that that I loved and that worked for me because of health reasons. Like you said, a lot of these ahas came for people later. But for me, it was literally like, I still want to do what I love, but I don't want to do it to the detriment of my health. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. So I had to take care of myself. And so I love that you did that for your family. So, you know, if you're out there, like you're a mom and you're thinking that you can't do it, let Rachel be in it, a prime example that you can do it. Not only can you build a business, but you can build a business that you love and you can build a business that will be thriving, which is amazing. So what would you say to that stay at home mom or the entrepreneur who's like really struggling to build a business they love? What tips would you give them? So if you're struggling in your business, one, don't give up. It is growing pains, right? And you kind of have to have hope and faith um, at the same time too. Everything happens for a reason at its own time, right? So I always say, and my husband, I always talk about this, like you just, because I've recently had, you know, entrepreneur struggles for the past month that, you know, Gwendolyn is aware of. And, you know, it's more like, okay, there, there were signs that it's like, okay, Rachel, you need to sit down and be quiet and focus or Rachel, you need to sit down and give your body a rest. And December, which Gwendolyn knows about the story, I was ready. We, my whole team and I, we, HQ was closed. I gave my whole team two weeks vacation. They totally earned it. Everyone earns it. And I said to myself, great, no clients, no team to, catch my attention. I'm going to create all the processes and systems and revamp and do my 2021 goals and vision boards. The very first Monday, (laughs) the very first Monday that we were on vacation, I got sick. So sick. I was sick for the, the whole vacation time that we were off. And I threw myself a pity party, but I realized that was the universe, God telling me to sit my butt down And um, I realized I gained clarity and more focus. So without me, with all the distractions of doing laundry and cooking and playing with the kiddo, me staying basically quarantined in my room, even though it wasn't COVID, is giving me the headspace to realize like, oh, what do I do now? I'm so sad about this. Okay, wait, like, what is my focus? What do I want to achieve now, right? Without all the distractions and all the conversations that were happening around me. So do note that things do happen for a reason. Always learn, be a student forever, right? With our ever-changing world and changes to entrepreneurship and changes to tools that we even use in our business right now, that may change three months from now. And third, 
is to network, reach out to those people. And I mean, genuinely, not yes. be salesy. <laughs> Don't be not- sliding in these DMs. All this foolishness. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. Like, and not just for Don't do that. <laughs> I'm talking about pe- other virtual support pros as well. Like network with them, not just yeah. network for clients, network with people in your industry, right? So a prime example, Gwendolyn and I, we're basically in the same exact same industry, offer the same type of services, but she may run into a potential client that like, oh, no, totally not vibing it. However, you're probably aligned with Rachel's personality more. So let me throw you off to her and vice versa, right? Yes. Um, And there could be other services she currently offers, like her and I offer admin and operations, but she could be offering Facebook ads and I don't. So I will move the client over to her side, right? So you want that network of people and partnership with them. um, So you can, you can grow that way as well. And the best that you can do too, is again, just be authentic. I know it's, Everyone regurgitates the same BS stuff sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) But once you implement, you will realize it's in repetition by many people for a reason and that that's because it works, right? So really, truly be yourself when you're reaching out to potential clients as well as networking with other virtual support pros. And I guarantee that friendship, that relationship that you build with them is going to be much stronger and will help you move forward with your business. 100% hands down. Mm-hmm. Agree. Rachel, thank you for sharing today. And thank you for coming here. on the show when I was like, oh, we should do this together. So I so appreciate you. Love your spirits. Just all the things. So beautiful me. people. <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. It is possible to build a business that you love. And so if you have an idea that can solve a problem, that can serve someone, then absolutely 100% go for it. I would love it if you would hit like, hit love, hit share um, with anybody that you think can enjoy this or needs to hear these takeaways that Rachel just shared with us. If you have any questions or tips, experiences, drop them in the comments. We love engaging with you. Be sure to follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Your Admin Expert and subscribe to the email list on my website, yourvirtualadminexpert.com for more tips, tools, and strategies. Rachel, tell the beautiful people how they can connect with you. Yes. So you can check out my website at theexecutiveninja.com. You can also find me on Instagram, which is my favorite platform to be on to engage and network with other individuals. So you can find me on the agency side of things, the Executive Ninja Agency, or Uh, the personal side, mentorship, behind the scenes of my personal life type of things um, under Rachel Everington. Yeah. And then I hope to, you know, get to know you guys in in Gwendolyn's community and network with you and also build friendships with you. So if you guys have any questions with regards to any of the topics that we talked about here, yes, please feel free to reach out and I can give you guys a little bit more clarity and guidance if I can. Awesome. Thank you guys for tuning in and I will see you next week for another segment of Leading Behind the Scenes. Bye, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of Leading Behind the Scenes. I hope you found some encouragement or helpful information today to help move your business and or your life forward. If you have a specific topic you'd like me to talk about or guests you'd like me to have on the show, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn. I love connecting with my listeners. Also, be sure to follow the podcast so you never miss an episode and leave me a rating review. I'll see you next week.